I love that little ditty. I uh, I actually found that on my app on my phone called InShot. And I was looking for something and it's royalty free and it worked out and I love it. It makes me happy every time. Welcome, welcome, welcome back everybody to the next rendition of The Dilf Show. My name is Andy Christopher, aka the dad I listen to frequently, the DILF. And we're here with our next episode and next topic to, to go over with you all. So far, I mean, now that the podcast is out in the ether, tremendous, amazing, humbling response from friends, family, people I don't know. Thank you so much for following, supporting, liking, downloading, reviewing, sharing, saving anything you can do with the podcast, it's, um, it helps extend the reach and it helps get people answers who really need it. So once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for the amazing response thus far. So in this particular episode, I'm going to cover a topic that I've been alluding to for some time. And it is why nobody, nobody who has a choice should have children before they are 30 years old. I'll go through a few different points on this topic. The central thesis is pretty straightforward in terms of why you shouldn't. Like I said, if the choice is up to you, completely understand that sometimes this is out of your control. Sometimes um, the, <laughs> the, proper, the proper equipment just doesn't function properly and you do all the right things with an unintended outcome. Sometimes you've got pressures coming from the outside. Sometimes you, you know, feel you do what you got to do in order to save your relationship, whatever it might be. I'm just saying that if you do have a choice, I strongly consider you to not ever have a child before you're 30 years old. But before we get to that, I want to share a, a quick story with you because th this is just, th this is a sign of the times. I'm in my mid thirties, mid, well, I'm in my advanced thirties at this point. And um, I, not only did we just buy a seven seater Subaru Ascent, um, it, which is still yet to be delivered because of the snow up here in Reno. And um if you've never used Carvana, by the by the way, it's awesome. Tremendous. They're picking up my car. They're dropping off the new car, seven-day trial period. I don't work for them, I promise you. It's just a really cool, really, really cool program. But um, if that wasn't already the nail in the coffin to, well, I guess having a child would technically be the nail in the coffin to becoming a dad. But you still don't really feel like a father yet or or a dad in the colloquial sense until certain check marks and benchmarks get hit. One of them was the Supra Ascent getting purchased. I gave up my Mazda 3, which is a stick shift and very, very sad time, but had to go. But I bought a snowblower here in Reno to get the snow. There's been like 18 inches of snow pretty consistently over the past couple of weeks and um, bought a snowblower, got it ready, learned how to use it. And um, as you know, after I'd gotten all the snow out of the way, it was garbage day and I was taking the trash out just, just like I always do. And, um, there, you know, everything was pretty clear from my tremendous snow blowing effort. And I slipped and ate such shit on some black ice, this random patch of ice that was just completely unbeknownst to me in the, in the nighttime, couldn't see it. And I literally family guy fashion just fell 
hit my knees, hit like wrenched my back and the, the garbage, the, the garbage can fell over, toppled over. Fortunately, it was nighttime and there was no fear of judgment at this point, but it was the stupidest, most avoidable thing. If I would have just put my damn snow boots on and not been in such a rush to get this done. I mean, it's, it, it was like 22 degrees outside. Of course, of course, there's going to be ice out there. What an idiot. But that really solidified me. I'm a dad for better or worse. So let's get into the next topic. Why nobody should have kids before you're 30. All right. This is really meaningful to me because Julia and I really made active choices to hold off on having children until we were ready. You know, I've got some friends who started having kids in their early 20s. You start to see social media posts about kids, you know, not just only climbing and jumping off of stuff, but they're playing sports. They're going to elementary school you start to feel the pressure and you start to feel like, oh my goodness, I got to get moving here. We got to get moving. Um, and I spoke about this before, but ultimately we went back and forth almost every single week about whether or not we were equipped and prepared to have children. And it ultimately fell on the fact that we wanted to create something that was ours, that would transcend, um, you know, the two of us together and um, be able to leave a legacy to to family that we love and we had an influence on shaping their lives. But that took years to happen. This was not an overnight decision. And we ended up having Arlo when, I'm going to butcher this so bad, um, when Julia was 35 going on 36. And when I was 33 going on 34. I hope, I hope that's right. Um, and we're so grateful that we waited. We're so, so grateful because you'll never feel like you are on solid ground when you make the decision to have kids. It's just inevitable, but at least we had a plan and more of an end game in mind than most than just you know, ready, fire, aim, jumping into it feet first, um, whatever other cliche you want to throw out there. And we were able to kind of do it the way we wanted to do it. Although the, the, the real deciding factor is, and do your own research on this. Remember, this is just my opinion and just what I know secondhand, but after the age of 35, the female, um, that's kind of the um, that's kind of the benchmark for when your child could potentially be more at risk for certain problems at birth. And so, you know, do all your testing, do what you got to do to make sure you know everything that you can. But thirty five is that cutoff point, so it was creeping up on Julia. But we we actively made that choice, and um, you know, we we had Arlo after she had already turned thirty five, so. Ultimately, the reason the, the reasons I say this are are many, but the first and most important one is that when you're in your teens and when you're in your twenties, and some people save their like silver bullet for the end. I'm going to tell you right at the beginning, you don't know shit. You literally don't know what you don't know because you haven't experienced enough. You you think you have this swagger and this confidence. And that is great. 
go out there, fail tremendously, live your life. But unless you feel that you were put on this earth to have and or bear children or be a parent, you should put off having kids as long as you possibly can, period. Because I think back to the person I was when I was 18, when I was 21, 25, 29, 32. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I didn't know what I wasn't ready for. But one of the biggest things was I was so impatient and so impulsive that there's no way I I, I would have, I'm, I'm baffled and I'm frightened to think of what would have happened if I would have had kids in my early 20s. Because now that we have little man and he's such this shining light and we can dedicate the bulk of our time and our attention to him, it makes everything worthwhile. But in those years when you don't know shit, you are just focusing on yourself and you don't even understand how much water you're treading until you have these mini and massive breakthroughs and or breakdowns that lift you up and in and potentially simultaneously bring you back to earth but you simply have too much living to accomplish in your 20s independent of children i'm going to let that one sink in too much living to accomplish and i'm i'm nothing special don't get me wrong but I loved living in my 20s. I loved the freedom and flexibility to do what I wanted to do on my own terms. Um, I listened to a lot of electronic music. I listened, I, I listened to a lot of hard rock. I listened to a lot of music, period. And the shows and concerts that I went to, going to festivals with friends. Um, yeah, you know, experimenting with drugs, um, drinking. All that stuff happens when you have that freedom and flexibility. And when you, you know, once you feel like you've, I mean, oh my God, we went to so many music festivals. We, we traveled the world, staying out until four or five, six in the morning, just laughing and doing God knows what. Even, even the simple act of you get a text message from a friend. And they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? You want to come out and grab a beer? Yeah, let's go. That goes out the window as soon as you and your significant other, well, your significant other becomes pregnant. As soon as it enters your mind and the discussion is, hey, we're trying to have children, you feel the pressure. You feel the need to just throttle back. And you know, we were able to live where we wanted. We lived in Newport Beach. We lived in Costa Mesa, Anaheim, Long Beach, Las Vegas. These are not places that you just lug a child around to. And, you know, I talk a lot about our old dog, Jack. Even having a dog threw a wrench in your nightly plans. Like, oh, I kind of got to figure this out. I don't want don't to leave him there for that long. Imagine something you can't leave, right? So too much living to accomplish and you don't know what you don't know, which leads me into 
in, in living this life and doing all this stuff, you have so many mistakes to make. So many mistakes. I make mistakes daily. I've already feel, felt like I've messed up, including that sentence 15 times on just recording this. Um, and this is just one part of my day today, whatever day it is. And from those mistakes breeds resiliency, breeds the ability to adapt and change and grow stronger. And, um, you know, one of, one of the hardest things and, you know, craziest experiences that Julie and I ever went to was born and spawned out of my lack of self-confidence, my, my inability to kind of cope with my own feelings. And the fact that, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know how else to put it just pure on jealousy. And I said things that I, I didn't mean I treated her in ways that make me sick to my stomach today. And those mistakes made us stronger, made us more resilient. You know, there, there's a saying on it. There, there was a sentence on a TV show. It's from Scrubs. Um, the couples that make it wade through the same crap as everyone else does. They just don't let it tear them down. And if Julia and I hadn't suffered certain adversities and gone through those independent of having a child, who knows what could have happened? I don't want to speculate because I'm so grateful and so happy today. But the fact of the matter is we do stupid shit when we're young. And if you all of a sudden have to focus on another being, oh, you're, you're just, you're fighting a losing battle from the beginning, right? And making those mistakes provide you the illusion that you have it together when you're finally ready to move forward and have children. And I, I mean, I don't have it together. I, I, I could, <laughs> you know, going, going about my work day, speaking with clients, um, getting everything ready for bedtime and nighttime. I mean, there's always mistakes that are made. There's always things that are omitted and, um, you never truly have it together. You just keep learning how to handle the hard better. You learn how to deal with that adversity in a more positive light and spin it so that it doesn't give you stress and bring you down. But when you don't know what those feelings are, what your tipping points are, what your own personal stressors are, which you don't really know in, in your 20s, you can't diagnose it. And then you're just, you're just the blind person going through life, trying to feel your way through, except everything you bump into makes you angry and you, you feel like you lose control a lot faster. And so... I don't know what it is about the the age of 30 specifically, but you you have this kid at heart compiled with the fact that you've now added in this encyclopedia of a, you know a decade of experience. And you don't quite feel like you're at a midlife crisis, you don't quite feel that you 
haven't done enough living, but that you still have all this opportunity in front of you. I don't know what it is mentally about 30, but that is honestly when the discussion started creeping in. And I know in, in many parts of Europe, many parts of the, of the world, they don't have children until they're 30. And that is such a, a way to be able to focus inward first take care and flesh out as much crap as you possibly can in order for that to project your light positively onto the the world that is. I promise you, I'm not stoned right now. I'm not trying to talk in this ethereal, you know, flighty, lighty way. That's just where I'm at right now. That is just my motivation. And what is driving me is to make the person in front of me, whether it's Arlo, whether it's Julia, whether I just met you, Make the person in front of you feel important and the rest will work itself out. And there is no effing way that I knew that when I was 22. And there's no way I could have been as loving and supportive for Arlo and this family if we'd have had kids before we were all ready. Another, another point, you're just not emotionally equipped. I, I alluded to some of the struggles that I experienced and I encourage you, you know, to ask yourself those questions, you know, am, am I stressed out right now? Um, I think it was in episode two where we asked like, am I happy? And ask yourself the tough questions and put your answers in front of you. Stare yourself in the mirror and say, am I freaking ready for this? If if there's any hesitation or any sense of doubt, that's going to give you all the answers you need. But my emotional intelligence has gone from like, if, if it's a scale of one to a hundred, when I was 21, I was probably at a three. And now I'm probably at a 15, even though I feel like I'm at a 99. And my awareness, it, with within myself and my own both limitations and capability is so much more prevalent than during those times. I mean, in my twenties, it was just, dude, whatever happens. Yeah. Let's go, let's go play a game of beer pong. Let's go, you know, work out for two straight hours. Let's go, let's go on this trip in two days. That's going to be a five day trip where we barely pack anything and we just kind of figure it out along the way. Let's go eat whatever crap we want. I. My order at In-N-Out, for those of you that don't know, In-N-Out is a West Coast chain of hamburgers that is the superior cheeseburger. And if you want to throw down with me on this, if you want to engage in fisticuffs, uh, mental fisticuffs, I'm with you, okay? Um, In-N-Out is the cheeseburger. Um, Five Guys is fine. Uh, Shake Shack is fine. Couple others you can throw on there that are fine circumstantially, but consistently start to finish in and out the burger. All right, it was it, it was the burger at our wedding. It's it's the only play when you're on the West Coast. But I digress. My order used to be two double doubles, a large Coke, animal style fries, and then if I was feeling spicy, after all of that, I would I would get a small milkshake because I don't I, I don't want to be disgusting, right? That was my order in my 20s, not just my teens. I played football in my teens, I whatever the hell I wanted. But I was still eating that same meal into my late 20s. I didn't know 
that I could eat less. That, that was just my, my, op, my standard operating procedure for when I went to In-N-Out. And you, you can't just do stuff like that all the time without suffering consequences at some point. And when you start to realize, not just with cheeseburgers, but what those consequences are at various stages in your life, and you, you learn to adapt so that you don't change who you are necessarily, you just evolve and grow and become stronger because you understand certain limitations. You're starting to figure your shit out. You're starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And like I said, one of my biggest regrets was, you know, treating some people poorly in the past and um, having to rectify that later in life. But, you know, your emotional intelligence just doesn't, it, it isn't capable of bestowing knowledge or, you know, being there and supporting uh, your significant other through this process, much less the life that's to be. So, yeah, I just remember that I, I could barely take care of myself. I mean, I remember living in San Diego with, with my best friend and I mean, I'd sleep until 2 PM. I'd go to work at three. I'd work until 11. Like what, what kind of schedule is that? Yes, I'd, I'd be forced to adapt if I had a child at that point. But oh man, the living that I would have missed out on, in my opinion, is not worth the trade-off at that point. And you know, to to put a bow on this, I want to remind you again: in your teens and in your twenties, you don't know shit. You just don't, and you have to be able to self-evaluate to be able to evaluate your relationship with your significant other, to be able to evaluate whether or not you can handle having a child in your life and the way you want it to be moving forward from that point on. It's crazy, right? Oh man, this is a fun one. This is a really, really fun topic. And I'm curious, you know, what do you think about this? If you had kids in your 20s, am I way the hell off? I, I'm, I now know that the, the reward is probably there, but did you experience your stressors and your strains because of kids number one, two, three, however many you, you ended up having? Let me know. Let me know what your thoughts are on this topic. Or do you believe that nobody should ever really have kids? You know, what camp are you in? What are you thinking in terms of what makes most sense for your life. I mean, so many times Julia and I would say, what, what type of world are we bringing this kid into? I keep saying this kid, it's Arlo, of course. And, you know, what, what are we preparing them for? Are we setting them up for failure? Are we setting them up for success? That is a very real question, especially considering where many pundits and, and people can like see our universe going, you know, is there even going to be a universe in, in 200 years, 300 years? I don't know. Our shit could get wiped out tomorrow. Right. But is that worth it to you? Do you have the support around you that you need to make do without children in your life? You know, do you feel that it's some kind of pressure that is an old school, archaic way of thinking that we don't need children. 
you know, we, we just have been ingrained to believe that we have to procreate to further on life. Oh man, we go really down the rabbit hole with this one, but I'm going to do something very rare and cut myself short here. So, you know, just remember, don't have kids before you're 30. You don't know shit. Too much living to accomplish in your 20s. You got to make so many more mistakes. You're not emotionally equipped. And once again, you don't know shit. All right. Let me know your thoughts on this. Um, we are at The Dilf Show. I've got thedilfshow.com up and running. Um, any Anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, leave a review, leave a comment. Um, let me know what you like. Obviously, the better the reviews, the the more it kind of, you know, is simpatico with the algorithm, just kind of the world that we live in and occupy. But I'd love to hear all your thoughts via email, via direct message, whatever it might be. Please send me questions, stories, thoughts, funny videos. I maintain that um, Julia and I are some of the best ad-libbers when it comes to the music and the songs that we create on the fly. Um Got some got some real, real tight lyrics to the Moana soundtrack that maybe I'll share with everyone down the road. Um, you know, it, instead of you're welcome, you know, it's a you know, it's about being being your father. It's tremendous. And so share, share all that stuff with me. Can't wait to hear more, learn more, grow with you each and every week. I love you, and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. Go have a great one. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>